What's up, Brewskies? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? My name is Marco Dupa. I'm with me as always, the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. How's it going, Brewskies? Tonight's brew is from friends of the show, frequently featured guests, Sideward Brewing Company. It's their Cowboy Crusher. And Adam will have more about that after the break. What's on tap for tonight? Old Vinny D, boy. <laughs> Can't keep himself out of the news when he's making these movies. You know, a guy named Vin Diesel. I guess we should have known from the jump that he was a douchebag. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Let's not jump to dispersions, okay? We'll get we'll get to it. Okay. We'll get All to right. it. <laughs> your honor. Yeah, your honor. Uh, and speaking of douchebags, depending on what side of the aisle you land on, Old Davey C is back in the news. Dave Chappelle was doing a show at the Hollywood Bowl for Netflix, ironically, (laughs) and uh, had a run-in with a fan. Is this the future of stand-up comedy that everyone's been warning us about since Will Smith? A guy cracking a joke is going to have to worry about his life being ended by a crazed fan? Comedians aren't safe out here. I don't know. We'll talk about that. And last but not least, a very interesting point, viewpoint rather, that was that, that, that people have been kind of kicking around with these Marvel movies is even though the studios, Marvel and Disney, have these multi-year plans for these movies, how long of a shelf life do they really have? Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that. Just a little, little nice little tease, you know, nice little salt bay tease for you. Mm. So, all that and maybe more, maybe less. Who knows? This is episode 353 of the One Beer In podcast. Yeehaw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Foam is your friend. Foam is your friend. That's what they say in the Czech Republic. Foam is your friend. You're here. Ah, ba 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 ba. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the one beer in podcast. The podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. I was going to have to pick it up for you. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. Week in, week out, we enjoy your company. Because we're quite lonely. <laughs> Please. Thank you. Talk to us. Never leave. Uh, all right. Obi, you got a little bit more information on what we are drinking tonight? I have a whisper of information <laughs> all right well whisper away tell the people what the situation you uh, well, this doing. this is 
The story of a girl. This is the Sideward Brewing Cowboy Crusher, Florida Rye Lager. Uh, according to the Instagram page, uh, it is a lager made with Florida rye. It's crisp and bready. Yeehaw. Crush it. Comes in at 5.1%, which does make it quite crushable. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got. That's all I got. Okay. For as as much as we enjoy many of Sideward Brewing's brews, they are not much uh, for the, the cold reeds. No, no, they're not. I think if we ever made a beer... We'd have to have like one side of the can be just a full just text, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. I, I yeah, I would demand that actually. What kind of beer would you want to make if we if we let's say we did a collaboration with somebody? Mm-hmm. What would you want it to be? Um, ooh, I don't know. Maybe maybe something a little off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. Maybe like an IPL. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, you don't you don't see a lot of collaborations do an IPL. Yeah, they're always an IPA or usually like a lager, maybe a sour, sure. or just an ale, just some kind of ale. Right, an IPL. Hmm, I could get with that. Maybe I can rock with that. Or like a Vienna lager or something, a little bit more like specific. Yeah, you know. Yeah, a little off the beaten path. Path. Yeah. The path. Um, I was thinking though because kind of dunkle maybe. Ooh, a dunkle. A dunkle. Um, one thing that we always talk about is balance and doing something really simple but good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I wouldn't be against doing an IPA and just doing, like, a really good, like, you know. Yeah, we could put our money where our mouths are. Right. When it comes to an IPA, like, this is how you do it. Sure. Yeah, but if we <laughs> if we collaborate with somebody and then, like, they fuck it up, <laughs> and then we have to just like put that out there and go. This is how you do it. Well, we'd have to we'd have to be an intrinsic part of the process. Yeah, you know? yeah. We couldn't just slap our name on sure, something. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only way we do it. Yeah. If we did it, I think I would like to do. You know what I? You know what I'd like to do? I've thought about it a little bit. Mm. Is if we did a collaboration, it would have to be like a dual can drop, and we could it. It would just be like each one representative of the host. Sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because we both kind of, uh, you know, we bridge the spectrum of, of beer tastes. Mm-hmm. We meet in the middle yeah. quite often, but you have your favorites more on the, the stout side of things. And yeah. I have mine more on the IPA bitter side of things. So. I was going to say, like, uh, if I had to pick one to do, well, the dual can thing would be cool. If we had to mm-hmm. pick one together, sure, I would think I like an IPL. I like that. It's a good idea. Yeah. If we were to do a dual one, then yeah, I think I would do a stout. Do a milk stout. Nitro. Oh, so I can't enjoy it at all. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, sorry. Not a milk stout. What are you allergic to? Let me no. put as much. <laughs> but you know what? More let's do I'll do a porter. I would do a porter instead. Okay. So Thank you. But we'll do You can do a yeah. coffee stout. I'm gonna do the coffee stout. stout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have an idea. I have well like a honey like a honey oat coffee stout. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Like a like a cold brew with uh, oat milk. Yeah. 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 That could be nice. That could be nice. Yeah. Don't steal that. Yeah. 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 yeah or yeah, do yeah. and and send us some free well, products. Yeah, if you do it, then yeah. 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 That'd be good. Mm. But don't take my idea. Okay. 
Honey uh, Nut Beerios. Honey Nut Beerios. <laughs> honey Nut Beerios. Writes itself. There you go. Let us know if you're right listening. There. The brand man strikes again. Uh, uh, I got to... Um, I got to listen to the Black Star album. Oh, shout out to the Commission Beer Chamber here in Orlando, Florida. Still haven't been. Really? You yeah. just have what? I haven't been. I've never gone. I've never gone with you. I've never gone with anyone. Wow. I haven't gone with myself. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that you had just never gone. No, no. The the couple the of times f- that you invited me out, I couldn't make it, and. Haven't been invited since, so <laughs> don't you know? Don't. It's nice. Don't. It'd be nice to be invited. Don't. Yeah. We could. Uh, no, nah, we couldn't do that. I was <laughs> gonna say Saturday. I was gonna say Saturday, but we'll be at be at Wands. That's right. Maybe before. I don't know. I'll be at work. Ew, yeah. So right. I, when I get off Saturdays, I usually get cut like at, at like seven. Prelims yeah. are already going on i mean the main card starts at 10 we could pop over there for like a like a beer or two you check it out maybe yeah, we gotta talk to one one yeah. friend of the show yes we were planning on watching the ufc yeah we can finally um all sit in the same room <laughs> boys night yeah cheers to that here here probably fall asleep yep you know. but for me all i gotta do is get up and walk home it's true <clears throat> So, shout out to Benny at the Commission Beer Chamber. Was playing the album. He played it like, I don't know, like 10 times. Like, just over and over and over again. Get the subscriptions worth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was only, um, I think it's only nine songs. It's mm. a short album. Yeah. And it's good. It's really good. Is it? Is it, I mean, I was listening to it at a bar while people are talking and I was talking and we're like mm-hmm. hanging out and stuff and I'm getting I'm trying to listen and get like fully engaged with it but you know it's hard to really take it in sure so was it like an event for the like a listening party yeah okay yeah so I'm not gonna compare it to anything yet or say how good it is as far as like how does it compare to the first album or but, uh, excuse me whatever whatever sure i will say i enjoyed it what i heard i will say there was nothing so mind-blowingly arresting about it that you know i was like holy shit mm-hmm. lyrically i can't i can't call it because like i, I couldn't really hear yeah. like how deep they were getting lyrically i mean it just would be really fun to listen to yasin rap again you yeah. know it was just good hearing his voice. Like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. He's committed himself to a full album again. That's nice. His yeah. last album was the ecstatic from like. Well, ages ago. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even. I don't even remember how old that so fucking. 20 like, teens, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. For sure. It was 20. I want to say 2012, maybe. If only we had a way if of looking only we had a way of looking it up. Oh wow, even Wow, two thousand nine. Even younger. Yeah. Even I felt younger. like it was like two twenty 
2013, maybe. That was ages ago. That was a long time ago. 2009. So, yeah, it was it was good. Um, is it worth? I'm still on the. I don't think that it's worth the luminary subscription. Yeah. And that whole that whole deal. I mean, nothing's really worth a subscription to an entire platform, right? There's not like a killer app for most things. I feel no. The thing is, and this guy that I was talking to at the bar about it, there's there's a thing that I'm sure you've. I can't remember the phrase that he used. Off something, switching, switching something, switching. I forgot what he said, but it's a marketing term, wherein somebody tries to do a thing to get you to switch off of whatever thing you're comfortable with sure. and the way that they yeah. do it is by like selling you on a thing yeah 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 and that's what blackstar tried to do with this but it just failed and 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 i think for multiple reasons number one they picked the wrong platform well it's, mm-hmm. it's a podcast app right yeah like, it's, a it's primarily app. a podcast app yeah and the way that you listen to that like it's it, it it's just it's like an episode of a podcast mm-hmm. you click on the album and it's a 30 minute yeah. Timestamp. So you have to you have to sit there and listen to the whole thing, which I don't have a problem with because I listen to albums sure. all the way through. But, you know, it's just this thing. I just I it's just so insulting when an artist or artists do a thing like if you were a real fan, you yeah. would. And it's like, go fuck yourself, which which unfortunately has been the messaging around this. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if you've seen any of the stuff coming out. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. From like Talib, and I think from like the official Black Star like pages and stuff, saying like it's finally out, and you know if you if you really care about it, you'll go out, and we appreciate you going out and and getting your Luminary subscription. Yeah, it's like come on, bro. No, 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 no. no. And you know what's gonna happen? This album's gonna come and go. Yep, and nobody's gonna remember it. They put out a single like three weeks ago that just. It, I mean, it barely registered on the Richter scale. Like, no one even... This is Black Star we're talking about. Right. 24 years since their album. They reunite. People have been clamoring for this thing. They release a single. And you can't even listen to the single. The single. Why wouldn't you at least put the single everywhere? So at least sure. drum up some interest. Get yeah. people to go, oh, shit, no way. Then you go, did you like that? What about downloading luminary and then yeah. like you know a lot of people still tell you to go fuck yourself but you may drum up some interest of people True. who would there's people that i've talked to personally who don't even know what luminary is let alone that their album is on there let alone that they have a podcast on there let alone that the only way to listen to the album is to listen to it on luminary yeah so you've already got these so many degrees of separation to get you to the thing it's like you're you've made it so difficult for the casual fan and it's like well it's not for casual fans it's for real fans all right but you've you made it difficult for them too yeah you made it hard for everyone really yeah much harder than it should be much harder this needs to be a like a a a very smooth process for people make it as easy as as it can possibly be Mm -hmm. to get people to sample the goods see where they're supposed to buy it and then buy it yeah you think know. those ads are every time you go to a website and those ads are all in your face and you can't fucking escape them. They're all and you click on one thing and it's like, gotcha. That wasn't actually an X. That was a thing to take you to this website. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's done on purpose. 
they make that shit way easy. Can you imagine if all of those pop-up ads were from things that you wanted? Yeah. And you were just on like a website and then you clicked on an X on accident and then it was like, you know those shorts you were looking at? Boom, right here on sale. Yeah. It's like, fuck. No way. That's the dream of cookies, you know? <laughs> like that's what it's meant to do. That's but what the, yeah, that's what they want them to do, but Yeah. Doesn't work out that way. No. Nothing ever does. <sighs> So, I don't know. Hopefully, one day they put the album out on all streaming platforms or, you know, it just falls into my lap somehow. I don't know. <laughs> Oops. Or they make a physical copy of it. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that'd be perfectly fine by me, like I said before. Like, just give me the opportunity to buy the album if you really want my money. Yeah. I'm fine giving it to you guys. Just let me let me give it to you and let me own it. Yeah. I want to give you my money. Yeah. Okay. Take it. Stop Take it. Making I this so hard. Right? Jesus. Yeah. All right. You guys know if you've listened to this podcast how we feel about the Fast series. Mm. We're practically part of the family at this point. <laughs> I consider myself among the family. Yeah. And so it is heartbreaking to see such turmoil. In the family. Nobody wins when the family feuds, as they say. Mm -hmm. And yet, the patriarch of our family just can't seem to keep his head on straight. His bald, <laughs> his shiny <laughs> head. Vin Diesel, the uh, mastermind behind the Fast series, uh... And Justin Lin, who was the director of the past five movies, yeah, uh, had a blow-up fight over a, reportedly the script. Mm -hmm. And uh, Justin Lin said that the script was done. We're good. We have a movie. And Universal and Vin Diesel were like, no, 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 no. There's no spaceships. Where are the spaceships? We're not we're not riding on dinosaurs. Yeah. I don't understand. This is not what we agreed upon at all. They had a big blow up fight and Justin Lin was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. I'm out. Sorry, bud. See you later. And quit the movie mid production. They were ten days into making the movie. Which by the way, I don't know anything about making movies, but how was the script not done? Ten days into the start of production, they're still working on the script? I mean, there's probably a script, but I get the feeling Justin Lin was going in and going, this isn't going to work, man. We got we to gotta change this a little bit. No, or... he's the one who said it was done. They wanted to change it. Well, then the opposite. <laughs> it was done, probably approved, and then, you know, once you're in shooting, old Vinny D comes yeah. in and goes, mm. But do you think Dom would? Yeah. No, there's no doubt that Vin Diesel is like, listen, I'm in the head of Toretto. I okay? am Dominic Toretto. <laughs> I know what he would think in this situation. He would never get punched. Ever. Not once. Not once. Not without murdering Nobody the other man. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. How do, you even, how do you even continue on? They've done so much retconning. It's like... Yeah. They have to keep up with it in the same way that the Marvel Universe has to keep up with their uh, entire ethos. Because I mean, they've done so 
like they, you know. But even worse because, you know, they've been in it. Th- I would compare it more to like what Star Wars has done and what, um, well, there's there's another franchise I'm trying to think of. Um, <laughs> there's only a handful of them. It's true. Well, definitely Star Wars. Definitely. Definitely Star Wars. Yeah. Because it, it's one of those things where it just seems like there's not a um, it's not a real vision going through the entire arc yeah. of this story. It's like, and you know, mind you, some of that's not entirely their fault. They they obviously didn't know when their stars was going to die, yeah. like in this incredible climax of of these movies, just getting better and better. But you know, uh, I feel like on top of that. They've just made some really boneheaded decisions as far as retconning things and and just not really explaining why characters are coming back and yeah you know like just having you kind of go well I have to accept that this is what's happening and yeah. you know I'll have a good time which is fine which is fine I'm not talking shit about the series as a whole it's still been enjoyable yeah but that being said as a also a film snob mm-hmm. it's lacking in in this cohesive coherent uh overarching vision for you know this is plot a b and c and this is where we're gonna land the ship here at the end of the day it's Mm -hmm. like eh, we're kind of putting the the train tracks ahead of us as we're going yeah you know you could very easily if you wanted to um just very like just look at these films and go no no more (laughs) no more they it's 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 yeah it we we have chosen to enjoy these films for what they are sure. and just let the ridiculousness just just rain down on us and 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 just enjoy it but you could take the other side of that and be like there's no way that you're allowed to bring han back you don't you don't get to do that you don't get to you don't get to have the emotional heft of losing that character just to bring him back whenever you want because because he's a fan favorite. Because people want him back. Yeah, yeah, you don't get to do that. Sure. The fact that people want him back shows that, you know, you did a good job yeah. with the character. Ex- and, yeah. And then there were stakes. And, and Be proud of yeah, that. It's, Except it's that, that, like, that's life. Things right. happen. Like, you're telling me that the only way that a guy can be written off this fucking series is to actually die in real life? That's and not even because he's oh still, yeah because he's, he's still, still alive. alive he's actually alive in the series so they're doing everything in their power to keep his name in these movies which by the way good for you Vin but at the same sure. time he's not gonna be well then again I read somewhere that like Vin Diesel was trying to figure out a way to get him in the movies like using his brothers as body doubles yeah, like they yeah. did and then like if there was any way to but it's like Vin please maybe that's what it was maybe Justin Lin was like listen. We're we, not doing it. And and Vin's just like, we gotta try. <laughs> For Pablo. We gotta try. Uh it's not good. I can only imagine. It's not good. I don't I just can't forgive them for uh it's really still hard for me to forgive that they just that they took all of the all of the balls from from all of the the, the badness from sure. Dom Torres. Like everything that he does now is justified. And it's like the one thing the one thing that he was running from for the entire series really was that boneheaded decision that he made when he was younger, beating that guy half to death with a socket wrench. Right. And then they retcon that out, made it seem justified. Like everything. Yeah. It was one of the worst things in this entire 
series of films. Terrible. I can forgive a lot of things, yeah. but that yeah, that to me is a little unforgivable. It's real bad. It's, it's, real it's bad. tough. So, uh, quick correction. Uh, Justin Lin did Tokyo Drift. That's what I thought. Uh, that's Fast and Furious. Yeah. Fast Five. Yeah. And Fast and Furious Six. Then for Furious Seven, James Wan jumped in. Okay. Then Fate of the Furious was F. Gary Gray. Then he came back for F9. And he was supposed to okay. be in for. So Fast he did the best ones. 10. Yeah. He, he really did. <laughs> he really did. Yeah, that's how I feel. Except for Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Um, so, no. Who directed that? John Singleton, right? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. No yeah. disrespect to the king, but, no. you know, yeah. not. No. We're not we're not doing that. Sounds like you're disrespecting the king. Mm. He made better movies. <laughs> Did he though? Has he? Has he done anything better than Too Fast Too Furious? Biker Boys? <laughs> Biker Boys is just like an uh, a spiritual sequel to Too Fast Too Furious. Kind of I wish he or, crossed those two. Yeah. <laughs> I wish those they two were in the same universe. I choose to believe that they are. Um I know he did Boys in the Hood. Of course. Po- poetic Justice is better. No. Higher, no. Higher Learning's better. No. Too Fast. Too the furious. remake of Shaft is better. Too Fast. No, fuck no. Baby Boy's better. Baby Boy might be better. Four Brothers is better. Four Brothers. Man, John Singleton. Rest in peace. He seemed like a good guy, but those movies are dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a good filmography. He doesn't. He doesn't. Wowee. But he had Boys in the Hood. That's he did all have that Boys in the Hood. And that, yeah. Yeah. He only needed to have Boys in the Hood. That's right. He could have, like, rested on those laurels for the rest of his career. Yep. I think he kind of did, honestly, if we're thinking. If we're basically. At the, you know. Basically. Anyway. Yeah. Is Poetic Justice just the prequel to Baby Boy? Because Baby Boy, he, it was supposed to be Tupac. The movie yeah. was written for Pac. I, I mean, it might be. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't put those two, two things together, but. Uh, well, anyway, here we are with Justin <laughs> Lin, not James Wan or F. Gary Gray. Uh-huh. Justin Lin's back in the fold after successfully returning to the series. And just as quickly as he came back, he's out. And it's reportedly costing Universal a million dollars a day to find his replacement. Although, I think... I don't know if they've officially hired that that guy, the new guy. Did you see that they? Uh, brought- yeah, I, I saw his name even on the um, Wikipedia. What did you Google about Baby Boy? <laughs> no way. <laughs> Is Baby Boy a sequel? They're gonna. They, they're gonna, they can't do a. They can't do a. Instead, part two. <laughs> we got news that they're they're trying to make a baby boy too. I hope, I hope to God. Oh, by the way, let me just. I just. I wanted to say this about the Fast and the Furious series. Um, when Paul Walker died, that movie, eight or seven? Was it seven or eight? I think it was eight. Uh, was he in seven? There's just there's so many of them that they all kind of mush together. Yeah, I think it was eight. No, no, seven was the one that he that seven was his last appearance because eight is when they bring bring in Charlize Theron. Right. So seven. That was fine. That was enough. That could that was the climax of the film series. It mm-hmm. could have ended there. Yeah. And, no, I agree. I agree. Everything else feels like DLC. Yeah. To, to the rest of the series. Yeah. Which is fine. It's it's still a good time, but 
ain't the same. Yeah. It's missing something. I think that's what that was. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that was our sentiment leaving uh, the last one. Mm-hmm. Nine. Um, just nine. feeling nine. Feeling like something was missing. Yeah. And us kind of coming to the the uh, strange observation that not having Paul Walker there it leaves this void. Yeah. In the ento- entire thing. And all they've been trying to do is replace him with, you know, old white dude or young white dude <laughs> yeah. or, you know, but the, they can't. The Eastwood boy. Yeah. <laughs> Eastwood boy. So let me address my douchebag comments from the intro. Okay. If you're looking at this series as a whole, it really feels like he he's the common denominator in, like, every controversy that happens. It's always his fault, or not his fault, but he's always involved somehow. Yeah. yeah. And how do you get Dwayne Johnson, one of the most charming men on the planet, <laughs> how do you get him so riled up that he's like, you know what? I'm going to turn down multiple millions and an increase in my star power, if you can believe that my star power can increase. Right. I'm going to turn all that down because you are just so difficult to work yeah. with. You're that insufferable. Can imagine. you imagine? Imagine. And then they said, you know, these are rumors, but reportedly he shows up late. He doesn't learn his lines. He's out of shape. And you can believe that last one because <laughs> that, that boy getting fat. Take, take it take it from me. I know what getting fat looks like. And that boy getting fat. <laughs> <laughs> He's older. He is older. Yeah, you have to expect him to, you know. That's not, fine. Not be as big as he once was. But nobody told him to change the wardrobe into wearing nothing but wife beaters, yeah. A-shirts, tank tops, whatever. Sure. He's the one who decided that Dom Toretto's attire is going to be solely white pants <laughs> Boots and a wife beater. Yeah, an, an occasional a bedazzled button-up shirt yeah. buttoned to the navel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's his fault. Nobody else in the series is dressed like that. You want to keep showing off them arms, then you need to start doing some tricep, some some bicep curls yeah. and some tricep dips, some homie. Dips. You need to get back in the gym. Anyway, uh, that's on him. But the showing up late and the not learning your lines, bro, you basically are writing the movie. You sure. like how can you not know the lines? Yeah, and it, you know if you want to take this this much of the uh, the the reins of production and the franchise itself, mm-hmm. you have to show up for those things too. Right, you got to be there. You got to be this, you know, the the masthead to this entire show. And I kind of feel like I believe these rumors because you haven't heard a you haven't heard a fucking word from anybody else. Yeah. I ain't seen Ludacris say shit. Right. I haven't seen Tyrese on Instagram crying about anything. <laughs> yeah, lately. <laughs> I haven't seen Michelle Rodriguez. None of them. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody come to his defense. Mm-hmm. Nobody's jumped up and been like, these rumors are unfounded. Vin is the consummate professional. Sure. And at the most, you always <clears throat> get the same, like, cookie cutter. You know, we're all family. Mm-hmm. Every family fights sometimes. Yeah. You know. To me, that translates to, I don't want to lose my paycheck. Yeah. But... Yeah, this guy's kind of a, a dick. Absolutely. Um, no, Brie know. Larson is in the movie now, and so is Jason Momoa. We Why? haven't heard shit from them. So Jason Momoa <laughs> is apparently the villain who's going to turn into the good guy, uh, obviously. The Rock replacement? Yeah. We're doing that again? The, the Rock replacement, yeah. 
They're like, just we just need. Didn't didn't we say this? Like, mm-hmm. we just need. They just looked out the door and they were like, who who's the next next giant brown guy? Come on, <laughs> get in here. You're up. Bonus points because he's also uh, uh, Polynesian. Mm-hmm. Polynesian. That sounds like such an old people thing to call a, a Samoan. Yeah, he's a Polynesian. He's one of these guys. You know, like the sauce, <laughs> the Chick Fil A sauce. It's crazy. It knows from Hawaii. So. It kind of leaves them in limbo. Their reported first choice to replace Justin Lin is not, you know, McGee, which we all hoped it would be. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Or or Director X. Uh-huh. It is, uh, I don't even know how to say his last name. John something. I would have hoped that you had it pulled up already. What are you Look, doing? I didn't get the cue fast no, because you were too busy Googling, is Baby Boy a sequel? <laughs> you got me thinking. <laughs> Louis Leterrier. I don't know how to say that. Louis Leterrier. Louis Leterrier. Nice. Good job. Yeah. Louis or, Leterrier. Or it, it may be Leterrier because he's French. Yeah. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. I, is he actually French? Holy, yes. He's a French film director and producer. French. Louis whose films Letelier. include the first two Transporter movies. So he's that going for him. Oh. And Unleashed, the, the Jet Li movie. That movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it has a, a couple of good scenes, but it's not very good. That movie sucks, and uh, Transporter 2 does not hold up either. No, Just watched not. it the other day. No, no, no. It's no, terrible. No, no, no. The first one's the only one. First one is, is still good. Yeah, yeah. The second one? I saw the wow. second one on a date. Um, and it was a what bad, was his name? <coughs> being gay is not a joke, Marco. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. You're right. That was old school. That was not yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. It was not cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll let you clean up your own mess. Um, I'm sorry. That wasn't cool. So, I, I saw it during a, uh, on a date, I should say, and it was a bad choice. Very, very yeah, bad choice. <laughs> yeah, because I remember the bad CG. And yeah. a car doing a flip, yeah, and knocking a bomb off the yep. bottom. It does a barrel roll of a crane. <laughs> I think yes. He drives. Uh, he sees the bomb in in a puddle, and he's like, "Oh no, they've rigged my car." And yes, he goes off a thing, does a barrel roll, and uses the crane, uh-huh. and that knocks the bomb off. And then the car goes, "Woo woo 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 woo," <laughs> <laughs> and then he just lands it's on so all bad. four tires, and he's fine. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah, I felt real, felt real dumb after uh, taking a date to that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, well, how how could you know? Yeah, it's one of those. I mean, it's a dumb beat 'em up. I I I would probably, depending on what date it was, I'd probably be making out with her at, at halfway through. I probably wouldn't even seen the bomb scene. Mm-hmm. You would hope. I don't. I never. I was never that kind of guy. No. No. That, no. That kind of guy. Fuck you. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> don't make, don't I don't make me feel bad. I don't like to pressure the ladies. I didn't pressure. Unlike some people, I don't. I didn't pressure. I don't know. Okay. Them. Yeah. Um. It was never a pressure. Yeah. You just do the sure, sure, uh, bud, sure, bud. Yeah. yeah. No, I just grab him by the collar. I got, <laughs> I got. I got enough of a thrill of a handhold back in those days. <laughs> It's nice. It's nice. You know, when you're feeling, you get the little pinky uh-huh. affirmation, uh-huh. and like they don't move their hand once it's there, uh-huh. and then you, you get like that, yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is okay. This is working out. Yeah. And then you just kind of make the 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 move yeah, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you just get the little yeah. tingles because uh-huh. it's nice. Yeah. yeah. 
right. Yeah. I think that happened that during that movie. Yeah. The reason I wouldn't make out during a movie is because too much of a film snob. You don't want. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly right. So I'm actually too busy watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get that. Also, Catholic guilt. Yeah. So yeah. can't do that in public. You are disgusting. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I get that. But yes. Yeah. Don't recommend it for first date. So his track record is thus. Unleashed, the two Transporter movies. Uh, uh, the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Clash of the Titans, the remake, obviously. Um, and Now You See Me. Now You See Me? Yeah. He directed that? I, I guess. Huh. Yeah. The first one, not the second one. Those movies suck. <laughs> like all, his whole filmography is dog shit. The first, the first Transporter. Hulk. Oh, and the first Transporter. Yeah. Incredible Hulk's pretty good. Yeah. Long forgotten MCU movie. Sure. V- very, v- the neglected redheaded stepchild yeah. of the MCU. Fell through the cracks. People still talk about the first Thor movie more than they talk about, because it, it's just such an afterthought. It was a movie made where they were like, are we going to do this thing? Are we really going to do this? Yeah. You know, they were still like, eh, yeah. I don't know. And then they fucking. Ed's looking a little skittish here. I don't know if he wants to stick around. Right. So. Yeah. Man. Edward Norton. You can say whatever you want, Edward Norton. You fumbled the bag harder than I think anyone <laughs> he has fumbled the bag. That. He has to know He that. knows, but he pretends like he's like, yeah, you know, I, I did what I wanted to do right, with that right. film. And, and, it was the know. right decision at the time. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah. That's what you say when you're hurting. Yeah. And now he's, you know, hey, I, I hope he's satisfied as an artiste. But you ain't getting that MCU bag. No. no. You fucked that up, homie. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he shows up in uh, Multiverse of Madness. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I heard major spoilers are coming out from that movie. So Of course. Yeah. Avo- I mean, avoid the, the... The Twitter's beloved. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it seems like he is all at once the worst choice and the perfect choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, kind of. Um, he's worked with... <laughs> car driven no pun intended mm. movies mm. action movies in the past yeah. uh martial arts led movies too so yeah <laughs> i mean he's an action forward director so there's that yeah he's got an eye for action yeah um but yeah uh, definitely a spotted track record and especially to come in at this point in the process it's like you kind of have to figure he's just filling shoes, filling a void to say there is a director and to point the camera in the right direction uh, while Vin Diesel kind of mandates what's going on. Yep. If you're not watching, you can't see me. I've been nodding the entire time because that's exactly my sentiments on this. He is a space filler. True. There's no way that a movie stops production because the biggest star of the movie slash executive producer is arguing with the director. So that director walks and then this guy's going to come in and fucking run the show? Yeah. No way. No. No way. It's like any coach that has to coach LeBron James. You're just there because they need some guy to call a coach. But you're not the coach. Right. You're not the director. You're not my dad. <laughs> Vin Diesel is taking over this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they just don't let him direct. I'm sure he wants to. I'm sure he'd like to. I bet that's part of what the fights were. But he's like, you know what, Justin? I could probably do your job. But do you think you could do mine? Mm-hmm. Look at you. Look at me. You're you a little no baby boy. Idea. I mean, he like just mushes him in the face. <laughs> yeah. He probably didn't walk. He got pushed out. Yeah, probably. The fuck off my set. 
Well, I get the feeling the next movie is going to be worse for the wear. Yeah. Unfortunately, this and, is not good news. And Vin Diesel has already made, like, you know, that brilliant decision to instead of stopping at 10, he was like, we're going to make 11. And you're like, why, man? What? That is so weird. Why do we need 11 of these? I mean, we'll see. We'll see how this one does because. Oh, they'll, they'll still do crazy numbers. There's no way it does anything. Well, I mean, this this could this could fuck things up That's because if I'm they saying. lose money on this, even if the movie's successful, like all of this, like losing all of this money <clears throat> just to put the fucking thing back on track, even if it does seven eight hundred million. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, that could put them in a financial bind where it's like, I mean, I don't know if we can produce two more of these. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying this has bad news written all over it. And or one more of these. If Wait, if, is this the 10th one, right? This is Fast 10th. X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fast, Fast X. X. That's right. If if they have as, as much confidence as I think they do, they're going to spend as much money as they want. Mm-hmm. They have plenty of blank checks, I'm sure. Yeah. <clears throat> And that means there's this oh, my ass. Uh, a, a, a ton of money for them to make up. So even if they just break even this time, because <clears throat> I don't know about you, but I feel like generally the consensus is starting to be that these things have kind of, you know, run their course. It's, yeah. it's time to move on. I think even amongst the biggest fans, i.e. us. Right. It's starting to get to a point where it's like, all right, how many of these are we yeah. really going to make? It's like a comedian that stays on stage like for ten minutes too long. Like, yeah. All right. Like, you go did, on. Yeah. You, you did your you did your right. thing. Like, just leave. It's funny. Go get, ahead. Get the hell out of here. Go. Go. They are. They would have much more success leaning into creating this ridiculous uh, universe, this universal fast universe, or whatever they want to call it. Mm-hmm. The, the the fast timeline. I don't know. The, uh, yeah, because when you, you like Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. as ridiculous as that movie is, was at least fun. Sure. And you got three of the biggest names in action in it, uh, and Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, you could do like a, <laughs> like a Ludacris and Tyrese buddy cop film where they're like yeah. partners, like trying, I don't know, starting a business or like start, like, Doing that garage, but then they have to do their like that could be a movie in and of itself. Luda right. and, and Tyrese, right? You have you could do the girl power movie with with uh, Michelle Rodriguez mm-hmm. and uh, Georgia, Jordana Brewster. Mm-hmm. They could do something yeah. that would be fun to watch. Uh, so there's like you know you can do ton of shit like you yeah. like but the 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 overall series like it's really really well more, look. More, I, I'm going to push back a little bit, even though I agree with you. I think that would be a, you know, a good alternative to what we're getting as far as the series. Uh-huh. My one question on this is, are any of those people, and again, I mean this with all of the respect in the world, Uh-oh. are any of these people stars that can lead a movie on their own? No. So... I don't see that working out very well. I maybe I can see that happening for like a, a you know a miniseries, a, you know a Netflix style show. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I just I think that's the problem with branching off into this 
you know, uh, fast universe because yeah. it, it works when it's the ensemble, you know? Yeah. But once we start picking them apart, it's kind of like, you know, for one aspect of it, it's like the Fonzie effect where Fonzie's great in, in Happy Days. But as soon as you get him alone for a while, it's like, okay, too much Fonzie. Yeah. It's, it, he's not he's not that cool anymore. Right. Um, yeah. Some would say that, you know, it's what happened with Boba Fett and Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's awesome on the Mandalorian. But as soon as he's the focus, it's like too much, too much Mando. Too much or too much boba. Yeah, but that I yeah I get what you're saying, but I think that has a lot to do with how poorly that show was written. Well, you know what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, point. yeah. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. So I I mean I don't know if that's even an option anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, Unless we're talking like you know a, a you know smaller movie, which yeah, you decrease the budget by like 150 million, 100 million dollars. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, you do, like, a smaller, a really smaller tight, scale. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, action movie or, or a, a heist movie. Yeah, or. yeah. You could still do a car stunts movie, yeah. 50 to $75 million budget. And if it's, like, an offshoot of the Fast series, I don't care if it's – I think I think the Luda Tyrese one would be successful. If you decrease the budget and you lower the stakes mm-hmm. financial, the financial risk of making a movie like that, like obviously sure. it can't be a $150, 200000000 million movie yeah. that you're hoping does a billion in China. It ain't happening. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> With two black leads, are you kidding Fuck me? Fuck no. Oh, did you see the thing about Spider-Man and the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> yeah, I did. God, we, I, we, can't, uh, we can't talk we about all the we things. We don't have time. We just don't, we don't have, have time. time. It's crazy, though, yeah. that, that China was like... Uh, do you mind toning down the Americanness <laughs> the, of this? The freedom of it all. <laughs> it's so crazy that like China, China, China. They made it easy for Disney to win this one. Sure. Because how do you even first of all tone that part down? It's the climax of the movie. Yeah. Where would you prefer it? Just like a a random building. At first, their request was to cut the entire scene out. Which again, how? Right. Because the whole scene takes place around the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Then once I guess they realized how ridiculous that was, they were like, "Well, can you like cut around it and dim the lighting so that it's like that?" That this is what was really in the request: dim, dim it so that it's harder to see the Statue of Liberty in these scenes and cut out the quote unquote more patriotic moments of the mm. movie the scene where they land when all three spider-men land and it's like the I, the spider-man the spider-mans yeah and it's like that iconic like thump 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 yeah 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 and uh they were like just cut that out and it's like <laughs> you, that's an easy dub for for disney to just yeah. be like no nah. no we can't do that well i mean you, you guys do know that the spider-man suit is red white blue apparently not Apparently they don't understand that part of it. They lost uh, estimates are 160 to 200 million dollars gross on on that because they didn't show it in China. So Spider-Man could be No Way Home could have been like could have been I don't say the highest grossing movie of all time. Could, but up it, there. But up there. It yeah. could have been like a top three all-time movie well you if know they showed it in china 
Jaina. Jaina. I think I think that they are they're reaching this this breaking point now. Finally, finally, finally. <laughs> we're getting to this point. Uh, you know, with social pressure and also just the the boldness of these requests. Yeah, it, it's becoming too much. Yeah, the levee's starting to break. Yeah, which is a good thing. Um, yeah, I, I I think we're at this precipice of of finally these major film companies saying no we're not going to do that you take it as it is or you don't take it at all yeah um but that's i think that's only because we've got they've gotten to a point where they're they're so secure financially with the app with the success of their smaller things yeah well you know that's the thing there's always more money to be made especially in china especially in asia you know the, the Yes, uh, yes. Against Saudi Arabia and stuff. But the risk or the financial loss, rather, of China is worth the risk because it makes them look good to the rest of yeah. us. It's worth the PR. Yeah. Finally, fi- it's worth the PR. Financially, it is yeah. worth the PR right. now. Yeah, because before they had to just grovel sure. at the feet. But now they can go, fuck you. We well, don't need This you. is one of the few, very few things nowadays that I think the left and the right can come together on mm. and say that it's it's not a good thing for them to censor American-made films yeah. or uh, American IP at very least uh, in order to uh, uh, appease other nations that may not have the same um, uh, values as we do. Yeah. Seems to be the Literally the only thing that we can agree on. <laughs> There's very few things nowadays I can think of that we can all agree on, but I think that's that's one of the few things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. If I find I, anybody I, that doesn't agree on that. You get them out of my country. You get, you get out. You get out of here. Freedom hating. Freedom haters. So, I don't know. Let's, let's, uh, we're already at almost an hour on wow. just okay. Vinny D. Let's move on. Let's move along. Into some more controversial waters. <laughs> Dave Chappelle, just saying his name now, seems to be wrought with you controversy. Flinch. Dave Chappelle. <sighs> the man, the legend himself, doing a stand-up set for Netflix is a joke festival, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, their their big comedy fest. Um, Netflix really just quadrupling down on the Dave Chappelle thing, oh, yeah. which is almost admirable in the face of everything that's going on you're like man you guys really yeah are sticking to your guns on this one. they're they're doing it i i yeah I, I i can't help but have admiration for that you know like it, they are yeah. sticking they are sticking by what they're saying is the right thing to do so yeah it's impressive whether you agree or disagree it is a company that is going no this is how we feel right these are our values and this is what we stand by and uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're not going to get into the day all of the Dave Chappelle stuff because that's a whole other podcast. Oh, sure. We were already an hour in. So, yeah. but I don't know. It is crazy that we people are like, you know, Will Smith going on stage slapping Chris Rock. <laughs> all he's done is open it up for these fucking psychos to do that, and then and then and then say, uh, you know. Will Smith did it, and so. Uh, by the way, I just had a just had like sort of a, a pseudo epiphany, right? Right there, <laughs> yeah, and there I, I saw it happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's my fucking. It is fascinating that when the argument suits some people, 
that how, – how do I phrase this? Will Smith doing what he did to Chris Rock. There are people out there who say that his actions have emboldened people to do what this guy did to Dave Chappelle. Like right. they directly will blame Will Smith for this, mm-hmm. right? And it's fascinating to me that when the argument suits you, the actions of one person can embolden another person, mm-hmm. and that is a bad thing. Sure. But then when the argument is, I don't know, uh, an insurrection maybe, <laughs> or Elon Musk mm-hmm. uh, tweeting the things that he tweets, mm-hmm. those actions can embolden other psychos they already have on right. Twitter, for instance. Sure. And that is like, hey, man, individual freedoms. Hey, man, one person's actions can't be blamed for another person's actions or, or that person's reaction to this person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really funny to me that when There it, are just when, some crazy people out there. I don't know what to tell you. When it suits you, when it suits your argument, they're just crazies. Right. Or, or, or they're not uh, – like <sighs> – I hear what you're saying. You, you get what I'm There's saying. There's a hypocrisy yes. here in which yes. you either, when it suits you, you can say that this thing happening is just a bunch of crazy people and will not be related in any way to, you know, other people doing this again or yeah. emboldening other people with the same views yeah. to, to do that. But when it doesn't, you say, well, you know, this could cause mass hysteria. Right. And right. other people to, to be emboldened to do this really heinous thing. Yeah. 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 It's just. Exactly. It's yeah. just fascinating to me. Um, it's because people are hypocrites. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't. I'm. <clears throat> I, I I still am under the under the belief that, like, you're never. If somebody's going to storm a stage, they're going to storm a stage because. They're gonna storm the stage, not True. because they saw Will Smith do it and thought, "Oh, it's okay." Right? They, you know. So this kid, uh, I guess, I guess the rumor is I don't know if anything's been confirmed, but he's a trans activist. Mm, trans activist, yeah. Trans rights activist. Trans rights activist, and Chappelle like even made a joke like once once they got him off of him, he was like, That's, "That was that was a trans man." Mm-hmm. Um. They kicked that guy's oh ass. My God. They beat the shit yeah. out of him. Yeah. So yeah. so here's the thing. Even if you felt emboldened, quote unquote, by Will Smith, maybe rethink that. Maybe maybe uh maybe take a step back and see what they did to this kid. Because they whipped his ass. Oh my God. I think they broke both of his arms. One of them was clearly out of the socket. Yeah. His face was lumped to yeah. shit. I mean, they. It was hamburger. They went to town on this kid. Yeah. Well, and he had a <clears throat> he had a fake gun on him that had a knife on it, which is just like have the gun or have the knife. Why yeah. would you want to like double down on like? Well, here's my thing. Because again, I I haven't heard it confirmed that he is a trans rights activist. Mm. I feel like it's very easy. I haven't. I haven't. I'm not. Yeah, I would like to say I'm not. I'm not saying that that's what he is. Sure, I saw sure. rumors, but that's yeah. I haven't yeah, seen that com- I think confirmed either. I think it's very easy to assume that given the narrative. <coughs> we don't mm-hmm, know that at mm-hmm. this point yet. It could be. You know, it could be. 
it could be the case, but we don't know that at this point. Yeah. Um, I just think that, you know, like you were alluding to earlier, this was simply an unhinged person who, even if inspired by Will Smith, would have done something insane anyway. Yeah. Whether it was storming uh, uh, the stage or storming a capital <laughs> or <laughs> causing a one man insurrection. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I just I don't buy that Will Smith has suddenly inspired a, a bunch of people to have their Joker moment. You yeah. know, like that doesn't jive for me. Sure, some unhinged person may be inspired to do that based on seeing that on TV, mm-hmm. but they would have done something anyway is yeah. my, my argument. Did you um, see, uh, this was a couple of months ago, the guy who attacked Seth Rollins, the wrestler? Oh, I mean, I, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that happen. Was there more that came out of it? Or Yeah, so apparently the guy was tricked by somebody pretending to be Seth Rollins. Huh. And he thought it was the real Seth Rollins who stole money from him. Oh. So some guy, yeah, some guy sent him messages on Instagram pretending to be Seth Rollins. Oh. Scammed him out of a bunch of money. Wow. And he thought it was the real Seth Rollins. And so attacked him for that. Can you imagine? So that's what I'm saying, dude. The people that do shit like this are out of their fucking minds. Yeah. And I don't mean that to be disrespectful. I just mean that they're sick. They're unhinged. They're not yeah. They're yeah, not yeah. in their right minds. To, right. Think, to be on Instagram and to think like Seth Rollins 34 sent you, Brian, whatever the fuck, a message asking you for money. Yeah. If you're a wrestling fan, you have to assume that Seth, one of the top three guys in the company... He's doing okay financially. Yeah, yeah. He and wouldn't steal from you personally. <clears throat> he wouldn't reach out to you at all, weirdo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Ugh. So, yeah, I mean, it's shit, it's shit like that. And this kid is clearly, <laughs> clearly. Well, maybe, I mean, but then again, you know what? I'm not, maybe not even give him that much credit. Maybe he's just some fucking asshole. Just did that. Maybe he's going to come out. And be like, yeah, I just wanted to attack him because fuck Dave Chappelle. Like, I'm not unhinged. I will, I'll fight him if I, if I, if I see Dave Chappelle in the streets, yeah, I'll fight him. And then he was just about that life that day. <sighs> Could be. I mean, I think one thing that's undeniable is that security needs to be better. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> they, no, and that's why part of it. I part of the reason why they like stomped a mud hole in him mm-hmm. is to kind of like they yeah. knew they fucked up, right? And they were like, "We're gonna make him pay for this." You made me look stupid. <laughs> I'm gonna lose this job now. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, they stopped a mud hole and walked it dry. Yeah, <laughs> or Jamie Fox was involved. Oh, Jamie Fox got into it. Buster Rhymes, dude. Everybody was there. Everybody got a little. Everybody got a lick in. That's what I was laughing about earlier. I was watching this scene from uh, "Don't Be a Menace to Society," mm-hmm. uh, and it was that scene where they're jumping the guy, and they're like, you know, they're they're one guy leapfrogs over the other guy and they're like you know doing elbow drops mm-hmm. on him and doing like cartwheels and shit and, and the caption was like how that guy got jumped at the <laughs> yeah. hollywood bowl and it was yeah, yeah dude it was like everyone and their mother got a piece before yeah. he i mean he got dragged away for his own safety at that point yeah yeah the cops were protecting him yeah. at that point the Ugh. gun knife thing i'm still I still can't wrap my head around. Well, that's what makes me think this is just a, an insane person. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that that's a, a key, you know, indicator indicator for me that 
there's something wrong here. There's something wrong going on in this man's mind. Yeah. Because um, if, if it was somebody with <laughs> somewhat more co- coherent thought, he would have just brought a knife, right? Right. Or just a gun. Right. Or a gun and a knife. That's what was reported <laughs> first. That's what was reported first. Right. A man with a gun and a knife. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, that sounds really serious. It sounds like <laughs> Dave Chappelle just survived, like, an assassination attempt. <laughs> right. But then you see the picture of the fake gun yeah. that has a knife, like, hot glued to it or yeah, something. It's like, like, what oh, it's, is it's, happening it's here? It's a good knife. Yeah. <laughs> is this Final Fantasy VIII? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a real big red flag for me, yeah. saying that this was just somebody who happened to be in the right pli- place in the right time yeah. that, you know, was not in the right state of mind. Yeah, yeah. That is, uh, yeah. So, yeah. that's a strange thing to do. Yeah. Because he was like, I mean, he just made it harder for himself. And again, how the fuck did he get in with the, the with the good knife? Well, it doesn't yeah, make any sense. They, they said that there were like uh, metal detectors. Mm-hmm. Got through that. No problem. Yeah, these motherfuckers can't have their phones out. But he got in with his good knife. Right. So that's a, you know, a, 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 a warning signal to everyone <laughs> to yeah. tighten up that security. For sure. Uh, but For yeah. sure. I mean, we're obviously gonna get more information uh, the longer this this uh, gestates in yeah. the in the news cycle. So, yeah. you know, by the so time you wild. listen to this, you may know more information. But yeah, I don't know. My money's on him being some unhinged young man. Yeah. That, um, I don't know. Uh, apparently, he was an aspiring rapper, so maybe he was looking for some uh. attention. Um, <laughs> how does how does that aspect of it come out, but nothing else? I don't know. I mean, they. I think they Googled his name. Oh, yeah. Found out. He's a young kid, too. He's like 23. Yeah. Um, he apparently, like, has or had a uh, like an agent of some kind. Oh. Um, Oof. But he's like a SoundCloud rapper, basically. Uh. Um, <sighs> made a song called Dave Chappelle. Really? Yeah. But, it, I, like, it was apparently just... It vaguely mentioned Dave Chappelle. It wasn't okay, about so it was Dave like, Chappelle. Okay, like what? A, like a lot of rappers. Well, shit, like I, I do that sometimes. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like you say it once in your song, and you call it Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Basically. So like it's yeah. just or it's it's on the hook. Recognition. Yeah. yeah. It's on the hook. That's it. Yeah. So, but anyway, very weird story, obviously, but very weird. You know, I don't think this is the beginning of this <laughs> spring of 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 attacks on. Comedic, yeah, geniuses on yeah. stage. Nobody tell uh, Brian Redman; mm. he might shit himself. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things you know, obviously, once I saw that Dave Chappelle was fine, the first thing I thought was like, "Ugh, we're gonna hear about this for so long." Oh yeah, dude. On every podcast and every every stand up comics Instagram page is gonna be flooded with uh, yeah, fear that's, that's the other thing about. Doing shit like this is like, even if let's say let's say his goal was to kill Chappelle. Sure. I mean, I, I guess I guess asking an idiot to think his plan through is asking a little too much. But um, like, imagine if you were successful in your assassination attempt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just make him a martyr, and you just you just embolden. That's going to be the key word of this uh, pot okay. episode. Yeah. We'll just call this episode Embolden. Embolden. 
you just emboldened the people who supported him. Sure. Uh, you you're not changing anybody's opinion, and you're certainly not changing his because he's dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> so what? I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> and then you fail miserably, hilariously. Yeah. Right. And now you look like an idiot, and all you have done now is given him more ammo. Right. This is the probably the worst case scenario yes. for for if somebody was trying to prove some point. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Like it, it just it it's it's foolish. Foolish. Yeah. See, you know, assassin assassinations of like presidents and stuff actually makes sense because they're policy holders and I'm not saying <laughs> I wanna do it. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> I'm just saying right. that the idea behind a successful assassination attempt of a politician makes sense right. because that person actually is a uh, policy changer, yeah. right? Yeah, they're in power. They're a figurehead. Yeah. So you you take out somebody who's actually going to elicit some kind of change. That's one thing. But, like, figures, celebrities, pe- people who represent an idea, you can't kill an idea, Batman. So why you can't all you're going to do is just make it greater. Yeah. By by you can only come at an idea with a better more sound idea mm-hmm. or counter argument. It's the only way to combat something like that. Symbolism yeah. is so hard to fight. Yeah. Killing it, you can't kill it. There's no snuffing out something like that. You can only kill an idea by having a better idea. Right. And so if your better idea was to kill a comedian, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to tell you, dumb dumb. Yeah. And you are a dumb dumb. Yeah, big dumb dumb. I don't care <clears throat> what side of the aisle you land on politically. You're an idiot. So. Amen, sister. All right. I think Dave Chappelle's got enough defending. Uh, yep. Um, one last thing that we have to that was interesting. This off off. Actually, I guess we could have like smoothed our way into this with the, <laughs> the MCU talk earlier. That's all right. Whatever. We don't do that. No, no. Who no, needs no. a segue? Remember, the old school segues were just segue. Segway. <laughs> segway. We, uh, we're living in a pretty um, interesting time with these MCU movies, with Hollywood in general, really. Yeah. And... Right there? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Someone was talking about the latest MCU film, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. and how I guess the original tweet was that they were wondering how much they needed to catch up on to yeah. even understand. Yeah, the original tweet was from The Hollywood Reporter. It, it is as follows. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, a guide for what to know before you go. So there's an entire article written up as far as what plot points you need to know from the MCU in case you missed any TV shows or movies, which there are many. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then someone quote tweeted that with something that I thought was kind of fascinating. Uh, I'm sure you have that pulled up. I do have it pulled you up. Want to just read that. Sure. This is from Jesse Hawken at Jesse Hawken on Twitter. Uh, These films will be completely indigestible to future audiences. How does one approach one of these movies in the year 2075 without all the prerequisites? 
Meanwhile, Jaws will be turning 100 that year and will be instantly accessible to audiences. And I, I just I haven't been able to stop thinking about that. Yeah. Since since uh, you showed me that. <clears throat> because uh, I've been like, you know, Rubik's cubing this thing. And it's just it's I don't know. It's it's really amazing. Like where we are in pop culture. Yeah. Because how how inclusive and exclusatory the MCU is right now. Yeah. Because if you're in it, everyone loves to be in it. And sure. we love each other in it. And it's like this big fan club filled with like three billion people. But the people who are the outliers of it who aren't in it, it's like, what is the point of entry? And we're just right. looking at them from inside the club going, you yeah. can't get in. Well, and that's part of the appeal, though, is it not? You know, like you're, you're part of a, uh, an insider's club mm-hmm. of of know-it-alls right you know like it, it, you're if, in this fraternity of three billion people so. yeah exactly we're all nerds in here man yeah um if everyone's a nerd then nobody is i mean there's a hierarchy obviously it's like okay i watch all the movies but i don't watch all the tv shows or i've read the comic books i've watched the movies and i've watched the tv shows yeah you know yeah and i listen to podcasts analyzing the shows and movies, you know, like that's how much content that there is. Yeah. That there is now, like you said, a hierarchy of like how committed a fan are you sure. really? How deep do you go, man? How deep do you go, indeed? But the point stands that there are, there is this, uh, like there is, there are classic blockbuster, just smash movies, masterpieces, things that are, um, within the pantheon of of what it means to make american cinema Mm -hmm. that you can approach with no backstory sit down and just enjoy those films but another aspect of this is this is clearly from someone who has a problem with superhero movies as a genre Mm -hmm. i think in the tone of the text it's pretty clear that he has an issue he takes issue with the mcu and its proliferation i guess yeah to the point that he's like you know how do you even approach these movies and it's like the point of entry is not that hard yes we are far along in this but yeah you won't you'll miss some some references some in jokes and things like that i think your experience is uh, uh, bolstered by understanding everything that came before it, but I don't know. Has there been an MCU movie so far that you've watched and hasn't been at least explained enough for you to enjoy that movie within the movie? Yeah, I I think so. I think the issue here is from what I've read in reviews for Multiverse of Madness it is very much necessary to go through those prerequisites so this is like the first movie in which i'd be dead wrong and that you do need yes. to have seen like <laughs> from okay. from what i've read it seems like this is very much like an in movie Ooh. you know that you need to be inside this this uh uh, uh sphere of influence of the mcu yeah um and it, the more that you've seen especially the tv shows and stuff the more you'll kind of get out of it yeah um but i don't know i feel like my my view of this because uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. As soon as I read that, I was like, 
has a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are we going to deal with this, you know, I mean, when our our great-grandchildren are <laughs> going back into cinema history mm-hmm. uh, and and looking at the MCU uh, for what it whatever it becomes. Um, you have to sit them down and, like, play an entire box set. Well, and that's the thing is, like, I think the solution to this is people are going to view them as essentially like like TV shows. Mm-hmm. So you're going to you're going to have like this anthology of of so much stuff to get into and you know even if even if let's say you you really just want to show them I don't know Thor Ragnarok you're like I want you to experience this but you should also watch all of these mm-hmm. too. Yeah. You know. And I don't think that it's that hard of an ask to do that, but at the same time, you got to expect there's going to be some kind of like prologue that you can put on and be like, "This is what happened to catch you up to the story at this point." It's like any other series. It's like, yeah. it's like a, a let's say it's a book series. You you say the the third book in the series is the best. Yeah, the first two are okay. Yeah, you know, you 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 still <laughs> show them the entire series. Yeah. Or you say, this is what happens in, in books one and two. Enjoy. Yeah. You know? But it's, that's but is that not exactly the point? This person is upset that like they're they're and, and again, we I think we both at least surface level agree with like his overall point. Sure. Yeah. But the counterpoint to that is like it's like any other series. Right. You can't just jump into Game of Thrones say, season seven. Yeah. Right? You can't just open up a book, third book in. So why would you expect to be able to watch a movie that's based upon ten years of other movies? Now, I yeah. guess the only difference is this is the first time in the history of cinema where a thing is based on a thing ten years, fifteen years prior to it, True. and that thing is still going as opposed to being based on. Right. So right. that is the difference. But you wouldn't you wouldn't use this argument against Godfather three. Mm-hmm. Right? Well I wouldn't watch Godfather three, but you know. <laughs> right, right, right. But you would you would still watch you would still watch that movie and, and say or Godfather two rather. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and you would still need to watch Godfather One. So you wouldn't be upset with Godfather 2 existing. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I think the more that, again, you you view the MCU as almost a TV series, uh, the easier it is to swallow. Yeah. Now, I have to ask you this. Does the MCU have a movie on the level of Jaws? Because I don't think it does. Quality-wise? Yeah. Classic-wise. Oh. <sighs> I don't think there is a a movie on the level of all time stone cold classic that will be you know uh, gilded in in the halls of filmmaking of all time. Mm. At least not yet. There no. are some great great movies in there, very enjoyable movies. But I I mean maybe I'm putting my film snob hat on, but I just don't think anything quite lives up. To something like Jaws, yeah. And boy, I still I have Jaws fresh in my mind too, from having watched it like a couple months ago. Yeah. 
And man, it's so good. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm not saying anything. No one doesn't know, but <laughs> wait, Jaws is a good movie. <laughs> but I mean, you really, really, you have to watch that movie as an adult. Yeah. As people in the '70s did, like people our age, like if you haven't, if you saw it, like, you know, just saw it as a kid, and you're just yep. like vaguely aware of what it was about, like, oh, it's that classic shark movie from the '70s. Right. Like, nah, dude. Jaws is. <laughs> This is incredible. It is an incredible feat of filmmaking yep. in every way, shape, or form. So to answer your question, no. So why in are fact, we worried? Why are we worried about this? <laughs> I, well, yeah, we shouldn't be. But that's that's my point entirely. I yeah. do agree that like, yeah, it's gonna like the point of entry is weird and like where we are in, in cinema is strange and all this stuff. But then the more I think about it, the more I'm like, well, who gives a shit? Sure. Because the people who want to understand doctor strange like if you're going if you just woke up one day and you were like you know didn't watch any of that other bullshit but like this benedict cumberbatch movie i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna watch this and yeah. then you sat down for two and a half hours and you're like what the fuck is yeah, going on yeah. that's kind of your fault sure sure you know yeah i agree you don't get to watch you know uh, the last jedi and then be upset because you don't know the fucking characters <laughs> i don't get it yeah, that's not that's not their fault. Yeah, and you can still go back and watch Jaws. Sure, and we are still making movies that stand on their own. So what I was gonna say is it it's not like singular, like one time. Uh, uh, I would say classics aren't still being made. Yeah, to this day, still being made. Yeah, really interesting. Uh, you know, no explanation needed movies. Yeah. Like everything, everywhere, all at once. Which, like I said, I will continue to stump for until it's out of theaters. Yeah, I think at, at this point, I think you need to make a reference to it. I will. Black Superman. Every, Black Superman. <laughs> every episode now that you can remember. I will. I will. Uh, you know, even with the MCU, like, people, people will say Endgame is, like, the best in the series so mm. far. I don't even think that's the best Avengers movie. I think Infinity War is better than Endgame, and I'll I'll fucking I'll I'll argue that yeah forever. I oh, think no, I no, think I, Infinity War is better than Endgame. I agree. I don't I don't necessarily think that's a, a controversial take. I mean, but when you see people talk about uh, the Marvel like this the last phase, mm-hmm. they always put Endgame. They always say Endgame, and I'm like, I don't even think it's just because it's the conclusion, though. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I kind of take those movies as one anyway. Yeah, kinda, yeah, they, it, they, it's like a parts one and two. They were supposed to be. Yeah, people don't remember this. Right, they don't talk, or rather, they don't talk about it because for some reason it's like taboo now to to to, to pretend like because because they want these two movies to stand on their own, yeah. and they don't want us to view them like Deathly Hollows part one and part two. When in fact, that's these exactly movies, what it is. Yes, yeah. they were. It's supposed to be Infinity War one and two. And they're like, no, 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 no. Endgame is its own thing. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not. We changed the name, guys. <laughs> this has its own name. <laughs> it's a direct sequel. It happens uh, like months after the after the film. Like right. it, it right. picks up right where it was. Li- anyway, yeah. So, yeah, I, I get what this guy is saying, and I agree. But at the same time, I don't know, man. Go and watch the fucking Marvel movies. They're fun yeah. and they're easy to watch. I like think the easiest film series to get through. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're of our generation where you grew up with, you know, all the Marvel animated series and comic books. And wow, that splooged all over <laughs> me. Um, 
it, it it's made for our generation. So uh, you know, I, I can't sit here and say that anyone else will necessarily get as much as we do out of it. But fuck, told you, comics have been around a long time though. So yeah, and these movies are basically just living comics, right? And so if you're if you're afraid of the point of entry for these films, imagine trying to fucking pick up comic books. That's exactly right. So or Naruto. Or Naruto. Any anime. Yeah. Any shonen anime. Yeah. Nerd culture is hard to get into if you're not there from the beginning. Well, isn't that kind of the point, you know, for it's from its its inception. Nerd culture has been it's been it's been um <clears throat> it's been forced to be inclusive because yeah. it it has almost by nature been this outsider thing until now yeah now it's changed right and now people are going i want to be a part of it yeah and and others are going no you can't be a part of this <laughs> right because um, you have to watch 30 movies <laughs> and you ain't put the work in like i put the work in but you know what there i'm sure there are plenty of people out there who freaking drenched uh-huh. the plenty of people out there who don't watch the disney plus shows yeah, you know, maybe oh, yeah. maybe missed uh, a movie here and there that still <laughs> will go out and have a great time mm-hmm. this weekend to see Doctor Strange. Yeah, because it's still characters you know generally, and you get the gist eventually. Yeah, and you get wrapped up in the story. Yeah, you know? and they and they explain it, man. They get into it. Yeah, you get enough. Like imagine watching the Spider Man movie without having seen either one of the other Spider Mans. Yeah, I think that you can you. You obviously, you don't understand why people cheered when Andrew Garfield showed up, but you understand that this is a multiverse movie, mm-hmm. and those are Spider-Mans yeah. from different universes. You don't need to have seen a hundred movies to understand that. And I will say they, they play off... Uh, hinting at those Spider-Mans pasts, their own stories, mm-hmm. without giving you like this entire dump of info yeah. that you don't need. They, yeah. they they talk about it very lightly. How's your Mary Jane? And you know, like things like that that right. help flesh out the character. Even though, y- y- even if you haven't seen those movies, you kind of get the the idea. Yeah, having seen those movies, you can go, oh, he's talking about his Mary Jane, which is what uh, what's her fucking face? I forgot her name. Um, and you know, oh, it's so heartfelt and sad, blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. you can you still get that emotion, yeah, from watching are the you, movie. Not you, did you forget Kirsten Dunst? No, 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 no. Um, um, Emma Stone's character. Oh no, that plays. That's uh, that's uh, yeah, it's a different chick. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. What was her name? Mm. Oh, of course, of course. Gwen, of course. Gwen Stacy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Felicia, but I'm like, no, it's not Felicia. <laughs> it ain't Felicia. No. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I meant that scene where, where he's like, yeah, Gwen was my MJ. Mm-hmm. Like, like you don't need to know who Gwen Stacy is. You don't need all that context right. to understand. 
the emotion that he's eliciting. He obviously lost her somehow. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's very heavily hinted that it ended tragically. Yeah, and so him saving. By the way, spoilers for the entire movie. Oh um, yeah, I mean, the, 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 yeah. Fuck you, unless you're listening from China. Time's up. Uh, yeah, it, it's very heavily implied that that ended poorly. So him saving MJ in in this movie pays off, even yeah. if you don't know that movie. Yeah, yeah. There's you don't. I don't think you miss any of the payoffs. You you miss the details of them. Sure. You don't feel them as much as like a a, a fan of all those movies would feel them but you still get it yeah so you know whatever that's how you do it people are just they really really want to dog these mcu movies and i get why and they deserve it but sometimes it gets <laughs> exhausting sometimes you just like eh, yeah it goes down to the just just enjoy what you like man yeah that's all you gotta care about yeah and it's i don't know i'm i'm torn because like i said from the jump i felt this on a visceral level but then the <laughs> yeah. more i turned it over in my head the more I started seeing like different perspectives of it, yeah, and ultimately came down with who gives a shit. The MCU doesn't need to be Jaws, though, right? I mean, that's that's the biggest thing to pull away from this. That's it, you know, right? Uh, they're they're very different things. There are modern day <coughs> movies that will be Jaws's in Jaws's fifty years, you know. Yeah, and that's okay. Which is why. I don't think any of the filmmakers in the MCU strive to make a Jaws, which you could see as a good thing or a bad thing. They're not beholden to uh, any kind of pressure to make a masterpiece, and yet they never will because no one's pressuring not them the to make one. Yeah, that's not the goal. Right. Uh, they're just focused on... What do you think on... is the closest? Obviously asking what's the best one. But not just what's the best... MCU movie because we can argue Winter Soldier or Ragnarok or Iron Man, right? Sure. But what's the closest to a prestige film that is like gonna go down in the annals of time? Uh, None of them will, but like what's the closest? Well, we don't know that. There's tons of pop culture that's gonna go down in like the annals of time. No, the MCU will go down in the annals of time. Mm. Any of these individual films I don't Maybe think not. any um, of them will be Plucked. Yeah, I. Oof. That's tough. That's tough. I mean, I feel like if I had to pick one, it'd be Infinity War. Yeah. Because of the stakes, the emotional heft yeah. of the ending, um, and the fact that they were able to somehow juggle all of these disparate characters from very different worlds and. Have them comfortably fit together. Yeah, and mind you, it would be it would be this entire Infinity like saga, I guess. Well, no, that's the entire thing, isn't it? Yeah. Parts one and two is what I mean. Yeah. So, including Endgame, if those two were together, I'd say like for definitively, sure, that's the one, yeah. definitively, <clears throat> that's the one. Yeah. Um, there are other MCU movies I enjoy more. You know, like I love Guardians one and two. Yeah. Um. Winter Soldier obviously is awesome, uh -huh. but if we're talking prestige, I think character-wise, you kind of get the most for your bang for your buck with with the Infinity War. Yeah, I think I think it's funny that people want dog on the MCU TV shows because they're the ones really exploring these kinds of emotions and like getting more nuanced. Because they have time to, obviously, sure. more than the M the movies ever did. Yeah. Now, two 
varying effect and success. Yeah, yeah. But they have time to explore those things where the movies just don't have enough time no. to explore anything more than surface level. And I think that that is the problem. A movie like Jaws has all of this time because the movie is written to explore those things, not just big giant fish in sea kill man yeah but everything else that it that it gets to explore Mm -hmm. in in that time frame yeah is what makes it so good right and obviously the 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 filmmaking uh, the fact that it was made so long ago and that it looks so good still sometimes most of the time right the shark reveals (laughs) but man when he when you hear his boots squeaking on the floor. Oh, it's like so a nightmare. Good, <clears throat> so good. But yeah. So these movies aren't they're like you said, they're not they're not built to be done this way. So yeah, it's yeah. any film that you pick is like I mean, how much can they really like I always think about Winter Soldier because it's like it, it, it's 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 you know their only real like espionage like spy mm-hmm. film yep. and it works on that level but there are some there are some scenes like that there's an entire chase scene on the highway that mm. goes on for far too long yeah, yeah and you you can take some of this stuff out where you're like nah did we even really need this this movie could have been so much better if we had just like shrunk it right and speaking of shrinking, Ant Man is like this. People don't really they talk about it as like the the one movie that's like the small movie, the mm-hmm. one that's like lower. But it's one of the only ones that like it's this heist film, but it explores like the 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 <clears throat> the different themes that heist films usually explore, which mm-hmm. is why are these guys doing this right. and what's the criminal the motivation? Yeah, and you know. Again, it's the silliness and it's the pithiness that kind of ruins the whole thing. I don't mean ruin literally, but I mean like when you're trying to make a masterpiece. Sure. They have to, for some reason, make it silly and and goofy and all this stuff. Yeah. There there are masterpiece comedies. It can be that. But I think what you're getting at is that it's trying to be so many things at once. That is exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah. So I, I yeah I, I agree with that, and and that's a through line through most of the MCU movies is that it always has to have this this backbone of silliness mm-hmm. enough to you know get us between the serious moments. Right. It's like you don't want to scare people away, right? Because you're trying to maximize profits, and then that's where capitalism comes in because right. it's wow. so transparent that you wrote this. To reach the widest everyone. audience. <laughs> yeah. This has to be good for everyone. And it's like, just Which make a thing. has me a little bit excited about uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Because it sounds like, though it has many ties to the larger MCU universe that you should know about, um, uh, there are so many, uh, what some would say complaints, others would say virtues uh, within it that... It's a Sam Raimi movie. Like, yeah. It's a Sam Raimi horror movie. Yeah. Um, 
so it gets very slapsticky, very silly, very graphic and gory compared to other MCU movies. Really? That's what I hear. That's what I hear, folks. That's exciting. So uh, some people say it's actually pretty scary. Some jump scares and like it goes places that you wouldn't expect an MCU movie to go to. And they really give him the reins to fully be Sam Raimi. Well, hell yeah. And I'm like, yeah, give me that. Yeah, give me that. I want that as a fan of Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they say like, you know, your 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 mileage may vary based on how much you enjoy Sam Raimi. Mm. Uh, they say <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of Twitter talk about it, obviously. Haven't yeah. seen it myself yet. But well, this Sorry, is could you say that again? Shut My up, apology. bitch. No, no. How dare you interrupt the show? <sighs> um, so bad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so. I, I hear that it's gonna probably upset more MCU fans uh, than many recent MCU movies, mm-hmm. but it's also going to please a lot of people who are happy when Sam Raimi came aboard. Yeah. Um, well, this is thoroughly a Raimi podcast, so yeah, yeah, we're Raimi heads over uh-huh, here for sure. Decapitated Raimi heads. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's the case, that's fucking exciting. Yeah. So that that got me a little more juiced up for it than I was before. Yeah. So I'm excited to, to see it at some point. This this being the film that does that is ironic considering that tweet where the guys like he picks this movie to be the one where he's like, what's happened to Hollywood? <laughs> and this is the one where it's like Sam Raimi comes in and he's like, I'm trying to make an art movie. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. They say the Danny Elfman score is awesome, too. So I'm excited for that. All well. right. Well. There you go, folks. Yeah. If if you weren't sold enough on going to watch uh, the Multiverse of Madness, well, I don't know what else to tell you. You're not one of the cool kids. <laughs> Exclusionary. One the, exactly. Uh-huh. All right. <clears throat> um, we got to get into these brewskis, but before we do that, you know that we have to end this show on a high note. It's time for the Cheers of the Week. Cheers of the Week. So, Obi? What's your cheers going to? It's tough. Oh, I've got a few. That's that's the thing. It's all, it's all good stuff, guys. I, I have too many cheers. That's I mean, that's never a bad thing. It's uh, a lot of positivity. I'm going to do two half cheers. Okay. Uh, one is to Yo-Yo Ma and Catherine Stott. Clink. Mm. That's half clink. Mm. I had the pleasure of seeing... Mr. Yo-Yo Ma. It's not a girl? No. I know. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, he's not, Margo. Uh, Catherine Stott is a woman, however. Uh, she's a she's a pianist. Penist. And pianist. Yo-Yo Ma, obviously, a is a world-famous cellist. Cellist. Um, yeah, if you, if you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while, you, you know my taste in music. It doesn't often include classical i was about to say are you alluding to like people should know that you're a yo-yo ma fan because i'm like how the fuck would they know that uh no no um but i have i strangely enough over time become a yo-yo head a big (laughs) yo-yo head yeah um he's just the most pleasant guy he's been on like podcasts and talk shows and stuff and he's like just a really calm nice like dad you know that's what he seems like to me anyway um and just a virtuoso at cello right 
been playing since he was a little boy. Um, so I saw that he was going to be playing with uh, apparently frequent collaborator Catherine Stott and uh, going to be in Orlando. So Sherry, my girlfriend, big cello head. <laughs> um, she would die to see Yo-Yo Ma. So I immediately was like, hey, Killed we, we got to go. <laughs> Took her ticket. Uh, <laughs> and so we went to go see Yo-Yo Ma. And I got to say, I have to recommend all of yous out there. Take take time. See if Yo-Yo Ma is going to be playing near you or any other like classical performer of some kind and do it. Just go. Mm. Even if it's not your you know, cup of tea. Um, it was an incredible experience. I, I, I can't overstate how cool it was and how like surprised I was by what it was. I said was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, no amplification at all. Like you're just in a concert hall and the, the sound is coming directly from their instruments mm. and they just play and play and play. And it's like, wow, this must have how this must have been how it was like 100, 200, 300 years ago. You know, just a bunch of people sitting in a in a room listening to music without any electronics involved. This is like really, really weird, uh, but cool. Yeah, very, very cool experience. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. All right. So have to highly recommend that. Yeah. Secondly, my other half cheers is going to be to the video game Disco Elysium. Ooh, that was a clean one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like that one. Uh, Disco Elysium, a game I hadn't really uh, known about. I'd heard about, but because it, it won some like game of the year uh, a couple years back, I think. Yeah. Um, never gave it really more than a, a brief glance, but it looks old school. It looks like the old Fallout games, like Fallout 1 and 2, where it's like this weird isometric view. Um kind of point-and-click adventure style where you just kind of go around and hit stuff and collect stuff but it's like an rpg yeah um it's it's a noir cyberpunk story oh perfect but also has a lot of like political intrigue you you're able to select kind of who you want your character to be but you're a detective like by default but you kind of are able to weave your own character through that persona yeah in a way um just a really unique game in 2022 uh a lot of people kind of put their nose up to it because apparently the developers got in this controversy because in their in their offices they have like communist propaganda or something (laughs) but uh you know there is politics in the game itself but it's very much of a what side do you want to side with? Yeah. And it doesn't seem influenced <clears throat> by the developers being communists. I'm using air quotes because I don't think that's necessarily true. Yeah. Um, uh, much to do about nothing, in my opinion. Yeah. But anyway, the, the game itself is like wholly unique. Uh, almost like reading a book. Uh, but with RPG mechanics and very, very intriguing, great writing, and the definitive version that has come out on consoles, because it was originally a PC game, uh, has like so much more um, uh, uh, voice acting 
in it so you don't have to just read stuff anymore yeah and like these characters are all very well fleshed out and just a really really dense interesting world that i could easily see being like really good for like an hbo tv show or something you know mm. like one of those depths of, of of world building that you rarely see uh so i'm jazzed about it i think you should check it out hell yeah very cool all right um you know one one thing I can, when it comes to like separating the art from the artist, mm-hmm. considering the creators of Disco Elysium, I, if somebody did something heinous, mm-hmm. obviously that's that's the the discussion that needs to be had, and the discussion I think we've already had. Sure, but if somebody thinks something that I don't agree with, yeah, that's a little easier for me to be like. I don't agree, but... Well, it's like you're not going to listen to Rage Against the Machine because they have, like, communist propaganda in in their music sometimes. Right. Well, no. Yeah. So? Yeah. (laughs) That's my point. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Their their thoughts can't hurt me. Right. It's okay. Right. I I feel pretty confident in my political leanings. Well, in fact, I, I in in some instances, you would think that you would want to consume some of that media to kind of understand those aspects. Like, if somebody is a <clears throat> excuse me a decent human being, but maybe believes things that you don't agree with, wouldn't you want to at least try to understand their perspective on like movies that are like copaganda, for instance? Sure. Like, you can watch those films and decide for yourself how you feel about policing in America, especially. Mm-hmm. I already, I have my mind made up on it. And so there's nothing that – there's no movie where the cop is the hero where I go, you know what? They're not that bad. <laughs> like, I can – They I, should blow that guy up. <laughs> like, I can make up my mind for Who myself. Who needs Miranda rights? <laughs> exactly. I've seen a million cop movies where the cop is the hero and all he does is break the law over sure. and over and over again yeah. to get what he wants. That's what makes him cool. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, copaganda works. Not one of those regular cops. <laughs> one of those cool I'm cops. A cool cop. Hmm. Anyway, that's not my cheers. <laughs> cheers to the cops. Copaganda. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I agree with you though. And Right? And to, to back up your claims as far as the game goes, from what I've experienced so far, they put you in really interesting points of view that expand your viewpoints on, you know, um, uh, labor laws and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but then also are like, nobody's ever completely clean. Yeah. It's not like this game is, is uh, trying to push any agenda on you. Right. They make it very gray. All the, all the points of view are gray. Yeah. So, go I mean, on. You know, I would watch a religious movie that was trying to push a religious agenda if it was a good movie. They're Mm -hmm. always usually dog shit, and that's the problem. It's not that they're religious movies. It's that they suck. Yeah, it's like Christian music. Yeah. Like, there's awesome Christian music, and it's like, okay, it's fine. Like, uh, what's that show um, that you fucking love with Justin Thoreau? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 the, The Leftovers. That's based on the rapture, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a religious thing. Well, I mean, it kind of. It, it, it's a mystery. They, they don't completely explain that. But yes. The, well, the, I, well, but the concept. The concept of people is, just disappearing, yes, is based on the rapture. Yeah. Yeah. And people in the story 
some believe that it is the rapture and yeah. they take it that way. And there are cults and there's all this. I'm not going to ruin it for you guys. Go check it out. <laughs> it's an HBO show, right? It is. Currently uh, streaming on I think I'm gonna, HBO. I think I might jump into that. Well, yeah. when I get done with Derek. Please, please, gonna... please do. I do like Justin Thoreau. That man can dress. Oh, yeah. God damn, can he dress. He doesn't need to, my friend. Have Does... you seen those abs? Have <laughs> you seen the? Yeah. Can you imagine a guy that good looking and talented and for a long time he was just a writer? You know? It's my dream. That's great. <laughs> I want those abs when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, write the thing, do the sit-ups. Maybe yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. You got to get there. Every paragraph, just another sit-up. Speaking of sit-ups, that actually is a perfect segue to my cheers of the week, uh-huh. which is Dave Batista. Mr. Batista has come ah. under fire from nerds on the internet. Oh, no. Not nerds on the internet. Because there have been some screenshots from the filming of the uh, of, of Thor. And I guess some, some set photos of, of Guardians 3. Okay. Where he doesn't look like he's in the best shape of his life. Okay. First of all, these are like, you know, they're not like high quality pictures are like set photos yeah. and like people who are offset like snagging yeah, yeah. pictures that they shouldn't have leaked shit. shots yeah and i mean admittedly he doesn't look like the animal dave batista sure. wwe champion no but he hasn't looked like that in a long time he's been a bigger thicker guy for a minute but people are there's some people who are like getting on his case because he has been very forthright in that he is getting tired of being shredded all the time. Sure. Like it's hard to do, especially at his age. He's in his fifties. Yeah. It's hard to stay shredded naturally, first and foremost. Like, you know, not a lot of people can do the the yeah. uh Dwayne Johnson thing. It only and gets harder the older you get. Honestly, I don't even think Dwayne Johnson can do the Dwayne <laughs> Johnson thing. If we're being fucking all Ooh, the way square wow. on that. If we being all the way 100 Allegedly. about that, I'm just saying, yeah. kind of hard for me to believe a guy that old, that size, is maintaining that in a, uh, let's just say, healthy way. Natural. Yeah. It's all chicken breast. So it's just straight up chicken breast. Oh, and then his cheat days where he eats an entire yeah. seas worth An entire of Cinnabon store. Yeah. No, sure. No, he's doing that natural for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I love The Rock. Yeah. Anyway, I love Batista, too, and I think he's a fantastic actor, and I think that, you know, it's fucked up, people getting on his case about this, and I think that if this is truly him going, I don't want, I don't want to be, oh, oh, uh, Drax wears, like, a uh, cut-off, like, shirt thing now, so that's, uh. I think that's, like, people were like, oh, I guess he got his wish, he gets to be fat and not have to... Because uh, <clears throat> I guess he had petitioned James Gunn to like let Drax wear a shirt, wear a shirt. so he doesn't have to fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which again, it's like, man, you guys are just you guys got your priorities all fucked up. Man. I would love to see the physique of everyone commenting. Exactly, exactly. If you look like Batista, then you get to go right ahead and criticize him, sure. But if you look like we assume you look like, <laughs> maybe you'd be quiet. Yeah. Because Batista's put the work in for a really long sure. time, a very, very long time. Well, and he's been doing he's been doing everything he can to be a serious actor, yeah. Too, and honestly, if he'd lost some of the muscle mass and just looked more like a normal guy, 
probably get more roles. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For right? sure. Absolutely. Uh, I think there's definitely a thing of being typecast because you're so big. Yeah. Um. So, I, yeah, I mean, I, I can only, especially if he plans on continuing to try to make his mark in Hollywood, I think that's a great transition. I think it's tough because, like, you know, your entire life you've been, that's been your priority is working out and trying to maintain your physique and being this action star, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sometimes hard to slim <laughs> down and just be like, I'm just a regular guy. I'm just an ordinary guy. And I think physically it's 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 hard for people to do that without getting kind of chunky. Yeah. You know, you, you kind of get a little flabby because all that muscle mass kind of just dissipates and you become a little little chunker. Yeah. Uh, um, but I don't care. No. Uh, who, don't who, care. Cares? who cares? Who well, cares? And also, for the record, if you look at his Instagram, he still looks like he's in great shape. And these are leaked set photos, so they could just be bad angles. I'm sure. He might look incredible and just... I'm sure he does. I, like... It upsets me that people are making this a thing. This is how you drive people away. Mm-hmm. Like this is how you get actors or or uh, uh, celebrities that you actually enjoy to just stop doing what they're doing, right? Because of and, this and bullshit. And then you go, oh, what what happened to Batista? Oh, well, he's such a crybaby. <laughs> yeah. People are uh, not good. But Dave Batista is, and we're here to celebrate. That's right. That's right. And that's what the cheers is about. Not just right. to come to the man's defense because he doesn't need me to do that, yeah. but to just to celebrate the fact that he's doing what he's doing and yep. continuing to do what he's doing. So there you go. <clears throat> All right. Mm. Crisp. Obi, what'd you think of the Cowboy Crusher from Side Word Brewing? I had to give it one more crush. Oh, one more crush. Um, I really, I really enjoy this beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think it is. It's what like Budweiser's trying to be. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a regular old Budweiser. Regular the red can. Budweiser. Yeah. I I feel like that's what they're going for, but this is what it should be. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what it tastes like in heaven. You know. <laughs> so. I mean, it's not doing anything crazy, um, but you get a little malt. It is very drinkable. I can see me having this on a, a hot summer's day mm-hmm. with some some hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, yep, yep. one thing we always go back to is: does it do what it sets out to do? And I yep. think it does do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, it does what it does. It does what it does. And for that, I'm gonna give this brew. Uh, five. Hey, it's getting that five. Also, can art. You know, you gotta respect the can you art. Respect the can art for sure. You gotta the light kind of. Oh, <laughs> uh, you still can't really see it. Cause uh, the, light, the lighting's not. Well, we'll have a picture on the Instagram. Don't worry about yeah. it. <coughs> Cowboy Crusher. I think. Ah, man, I just kind of feel like I have to agree with you. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, darn. Oh, can you imagine that? But I do think, uh, yeah, I mean, for everything, for, fuck it. You said everything I was going to say. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, it, it, uh, uh, a, a rye lager, you're, you're not really expecting too much, but uh, a well-balanced, crushable guy. I mean, uh, I mean. I don't know. Does a high score only is is a high score only reserved for 
beers where they go above and beyond and try to like do something never seen before or is it just the balance of the flavors and and like we've said on the show before like hey this is we this is a stated thing do you get the notes do you get everything that we said you're supposed to get well you did then the artist made the art and we appreciated the art and and understood everything that was uh that was put out right yeah they understood the assignment yeah so yeah, I'm gonna give it a five. Also, very so nice. So a unanimous five for the Cowboy Crusher from Sideward Brewing. You'll love to see it. You think we got it? I know we got it. Well, then let's get the freak out of here. This has been the One Beerin Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. And have a beautiful evening. We love you.